Welcome to a side quest episode of Respawn and Fire, specifically a barf episode, a backlog accomplishment with Respawn and Friends. The 2nd of December, I might add. We did a previous Demon's Souls January one if you want to check that out. It's January. Oh my god, that's right. It is January <laughs> right now. But like it's you know, it's happening within a month of the Demon's Souls one. So it still counts. Still counts. This is my Robert Nero face. Within a month. That's Robert De Niro, I am Holden DePardo, <laughs> and we've got the dreamiest fan base of all time joining us from around the world right now. You can catch us usually uh, on Twitch, Sunday nights at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, YouTube and podcast services Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time for our regular um, episodes, but this is a SideQuest Barf episode where we're talking about Godfall, little tinsy bit of a background on Godfall. Godfall is actually the first PS5 game we ever saw. Uh, when it was a real, true. was it revealed at yeah, the Game Awards 2019? Jeff Keighley showed it off because Jeff Keighley shows off everything. And when did Jeff Keighley become the spokesperson for all video games? I don't, crazy. I don't know. I mean, that Kojima relationship must be magical because <laughs> it feels like they <laughs> coincided. Um, yeah, so it it was revealed at the Game Awards for the first time, first PS5 game that we um, had seen, and everyone kind of assumes made by Gearbox because Gearbox's logo was very prominently featured in that trailer. But it is just that they published the game. It was actually made by Counterplay, who made another game called du- Duelist or Dialist or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you were so scared of that Duelist. It's Duelist with a Y. It's some other game. Yeah, it has a Y in, in 2016, it, but it's supposed to be Duelist. It's a collectible it's digital card game battler. Oh, f- sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about this amazing game that we played that they just made called Godfall. It was a PS5 launch title. Robert De Niro, what did you think of Godfall? Mm, you know what I say about Godfall? Don't buy Godfall. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, y'all should watch the video version of this one just because that Robert De Niro face is perfect. <laughs> the voice is like next to perfect, but the face is perfect. The face is absolutely perfect. I got nipples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my well, my my overall thing is just like don't don't spend the seventy dollars, let alone the like hundred dollar digital deluxe edition. Do not spend that much money on this oh game. Oh my god, a hundred dollars digital deluxe? Yeah, don't do that. No. Yeah, so right off the bat, I think we can both just say we neither of us finished the game nope. because we just didn't want to. I got which close. is rare. We've powered through some bad games. Yeah, and this yeah, one it's very rare that we don't finish a barf game. I feel like this Fallout, not Fallout, uh, Far Cry Four. Um, yeah. Resident Evil 1. Um, we should put an asterisk, though. Uh, it's rare that both of us at the same time correct. simultaneously do correct. not finish a game. It's much more common <laughs> that Holden doesn't finish a game. But, but you were good last year. You were doing really well last I year. I was very good. I was very good with the fear of Zelda's lullaby, or Holden's <laughs> lullaby, I mean, coming down on me. Um, yeah, so I think we'll kind of break it down kind of point by point. But I think our initial impressions are both pretty much the same. It's like, it's... It's just shockingly mediocre, which makes it really bad. Yeah. It's like, there are games I think I play that are worse, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. It's really weird with this one. It is weird. You know why I think it's weird? I think it's unique. It, it's, it's a unique situation in that we had 
very many amazing PS5 launch titles, and this turned out to be yeah. your standard PS5 launch or PlayStation or new generation launch title. So by comparison, yeah, but, it looks really bad. But like any other launch lineup, this would fit. This would be right up there with like I don't know, Killzone, Shadowfall, and mm -hmm. Forza, whatever they decided to come out with. Like this is this is a a good <laughs> launch title. It's a standard, but in a year where we we got Miles Morales and Demon Souls and Astrobot and Bug Snacks, and it's just like. And Sackboy. Sorry, bro. And Sackboy, yeah, which I can now, now that i played, I can say is a great game. It's it's just, uh, yeah. it doesn't stand out. Uh, unremarkable, I believe, is the word that you used on the pod, uh, podcast this week, and I agree with that in every mm -hmm. way. Yeah, um, I, I also agree when I said it was unremarkable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, it's just to kind of jump into the gameplay itself, it's a looter, it's a looter game, kind of like a Destiny, but it's a, about melee combat instead of shooting in the shooty shoots chad <laughs> how do you think it stands out as a looter game it let's kind of start with that mechanic it doesn't that's the primary thing you're doing in the game yeah so the the loot system is something that like gearbox as a developer not as a publisher because mm -hmm. it's not their domain there but as a developer gearbox with borderlands really fucking succeeds with that like it's it's amazing how how good they are at kind of defining that looter genre actually but when it mm -hmm. comes to Godfall, I feel like there was so much help they could have asked for from Gearbox as a publisher that they didn't um, because I felt like none of it mattered. Like there's a little bit of bias yeah. that we had because we bought it day one. So we had a couple of higher powered items right off the bat. But I felt like everything that I found, I didn't want to switch to. I did eventually switch to a lower power hammer than the sword that we started out with for the first couple hours because I just liked the way the hammer played. But then once I found that and I was able to upgrade it, I was like, I don't want to switch to anything else. So the loot that I get is worthless to me. And then the the other part of the loot is that you're you're constantly grinding to get something better, new armor. Like that's that's the biggest part of this game and what they really sold it on aesthetically is like, look at all these dope fucking suits of armor you can get. And they and are really cool looking, to be they sure. They are cool looking, but then whenever you get into it, it's really like, oh, there are like 10, 10 sets of armor in the mm -hmm. whole game. You can't mix and match pieces. You can't get like unique or set pieces or anything like that. It's just like, all right, you can swap out 10 different sets of armor and you go up to them and you're like, all right, what's new about this one? Like, not much. You got a 10% chance. I couldn't tell you the poison. difference at all. It really comes down to just like, one of them gives you a chance to poison. One of them gives you a chance to ice. And it's like a... a a meaningless chance. It's like ten percent. And, and then in the some, combat itself, kind of I never found Archon's myself. Fury, which we never really figured out what the fuck it is after playing for five six hours total. Yeah, it's. I think it's a skill you have to unlock. So if you don't have that skill unlocked. It's it's pointless. But even like with like the whole like you know ice damage that kind of stuff, I never found myself needing to use that kind of stuff anyway. Just hacking and slashing and randomly hitting attack buttons seemed to do the trick well enough. Um, but yeah, I think that you're totally spot on with the whole the the, the loot is just not enticing. Yep. Like even like you, you mentioned we got the powerful items at the beginning. It's totally true. But I also found that when I did get an item eventually in the game that was better than that initial pre-order item that I had gotten. Even after that, it was really hard for me to find an item that was better than that. And then you start layering on top of that the upgrading like you mentioned. It's just 
it wasn't a looter game. Be- no. Just simply, even though there was a ton of loot, it was always worthless. If the loot just becomes an excuse to go to a menu, tag them all with the with the triangle button, and then salvage them so you can upgrade your current weapons. And I'm like, that's not fun. I would have rather have just gotten some cool weapons occasionally that are more powerful than the last one that I had gotten, and then picked up like materials to upgrade like that would have been more appealing but then it's not a looter game at that point so it just it doesn't succeed at being a looter game at all i don't think right and even the even the part that was cool that we both agreed like man those are some cool looking sets of armor most of them are locked Mm -hmm. behind like you have to grind in the later levels of the game in order to even get enough materials to unlock the ones you really want that look cool so it was like oh man i can't i have to play through all this other shit to even get to the place that has the right materials for this it was, it was, yeah. So at the beginning, I didn't even, literally, the only reason why I wanted the new set of armor was so that I didn't look exactly like you and Matt. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, didn't we end up picking the same armor at one point? I think we well, did. Well, we all or maybe had that to was start Matt. with Phoenix armor. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. We all have to start with the Phoenix armor. It's great progression. Choose any armor you want as long as it's the Phoenix armor. <laughs> yeah. Um, really, yeah. And then you have to go around and you have to find uh, Jasper something or other in order to get more armor let that i think it's a good segue into the world exploration and kind of finding those materials the structure of like a mission and all that stuff i just with the world design and exploring it to find those materials oh my god the world design is so boring i was yeah i was i was playing it single player because we played it together and then we played it single player to kind of feel like what that was like and i'm just running on this map going what even is this environment is this like an old ruin from something in the past is it a forest with some rocks in it like i really couldn't tell you it's it's like perfectly flat there's no hills or like anything it's just it feels like a video game level with no inspiration to add character or lore or history or anything to it at all it was really bland which hurts exploration because Things are then just kind of like tucked around. Oh, if you turn this corner, there's like a little like divot in the wall. And in that little divot in the wall, you you can find an item. And then that's it. It's just it's just it's bland. Yeah, I'll, I've said what I, I have I, to say I, about that. I think that. What, what hurts it even more is not only do I not want to explore it from uh, like there's interesting things happening all around it, but also the shit that you do find, you're going to find Jasper. You're going to find these orbs that or whatever the fuck that lets you get new sets of armor. So like... Those are the only things to find are those two things that let you get new sets of armor. And if you don't want the armor, there's no reason to explore. So not only am I not enticed by the level design itself to explore and find new things, but then the other things that are barely around anywhere are worthless to me and I don't care about them. And take that into account with the extra objectives after you beat um, whatever objective you're on. Like, oh, cool. You can continue exploring this level. And just find random chests with random puzzles associated with them to get more shit you don't really care about or want. And I was like, and okay. finding them is awkward. It's kind of weird, like, how you find these extra objectives. It's like, go over to this random, like, pedestal, I guess? Like, I don't even know what it was. And then, like, hit the circle button, and then that will tell you that there's three other points in the map you need to go to. And we're going to give you this, like, weird compass icon that surrounds your character to, like... Or not even compass icon, but like it's like a compass basically pointing towards the objective, whichever one it feels is closest. And it doesn't work well because the level design doesn't lend itself to head <laughs> generally in that direction because then right. it starts to snake off in weird ways. And you're like, well, is straight towards the objective 
which is technically right now into a wall, or is it the left or the right path I'm supposed to take right now? And it's just not clear where it's even telling you to go. And when you do get there, it's like you'll get to a chest, and then there are these like crystals around the chest. And you're like, great. It, there's a circle symbol next to the to the like sh- like crystal shard. I guess I'll hit the circle symbol, and then you go into this like spirit view mode and you're like, why am I in this mode now? And I'm not sure. Should I keep hitting the circle button? Or I was so confused. Then eventually the chest <laughs> opened and I'm like, I don't know what I did. I have no idea what this objective was, what I was doing. And that's really common throughout those kind of optional objectives. It's strange. I feel like they focused so much of their time and energy for this game. We'll talk about combat in a second. Cause that's where I think they put most of their energy, but I feel like the world they focus so much on making it look really flashy without actually giving it any kind of substance to it, without thinking about good level yeah. design. Because, it, let's be honest, it is a gorgeous-looking game. They oh, yeah, it's definitely gorgeous. The colors that they chose, the really saturated neon colors, the bright... The, there's bloom effects on everything. Light just... <laughs> I'm not going to say the R word, but sexually assaulting your eyes... <laughs> Um, it, it is a gorgeous game. In fact, you can see some of the you screenshots. Really the bullet. The no one right knows what you're talking about now. <laughs> I don't want to say the word rape anymore. Okay. Um, <laughs> so it's a gorgeous world, and everything is made out of these really like gaudy, shiny gold materials, and everything's reflective. And, and they put so much energy into that that then they, they're like, oh, well, it's like putting lipstick on a pig. It doesn't matter if what's underneath is awful if the lipstick looks pretty. <laughs> so I think the they lipstick put, was gorgeous. I want to give them though. props for props I was fooled like, for a second. It looks gorgeous, and it really took mm-hmm. the ray tracing, all that power of the the PS5, and and put it to good use there. Yeah, yeah. So you mentioned the combat. Let's let's jump into the combat because I think that is the best part of the game. It is but the part I was looking forward to most. And every time I saw it, yeah. Well, it, starting with just the idea that the guy who did the combat design for God of War twenty eighteen also did combat design for this game, and that's what really oh, was man, like I forgot about that. Yeah, and that's what got me interested in it. Like I saw it at first, I was like, "Oh, that looks like a cool game," but then I learned that and I was like, "Oh, this game might be really good." Um, and then the more that we saw of it, every trailer it kind of resembled a different type of game. It was like, "Oh, that looks very God of War," and then they released another trailer. It was like, "Whoa, it actually looks like it has some Dark Souls elements to it." And they released another trailer. It was like, wow, it actually looks like it has you know some hack and slash Diablo type elements to it. And so every single thing was like, I don't really know what this combat is, but it's flashy and it looks cool. Um, but then like everything else, it, it's it's all it's all just flair and fluff and not yeah. a lot going on. I, I think it wouldn't have been as as bad if it weren't for. The, the lack of a lock-on system, I guess, but then it kind of does have lock-on. It kind of has one. But the, camera, but the camera doesn't track with it for some reason. So, like, you'll dodge something, and now you can't see the enemy you dodge from, so you have to kind of do more maneuvering to get back into the action than you would in, like, a Souls or even, you know, God of War. And it really hurts the experience. Especially when you have two other players with you jumping all over and kind of adding to the chaos. I, I feel like that was actually what ruined the combat for me is just how terribly unbalanced it is between solo and multiplayer. Because mm-hmm. my first experience with, obviously you have to play through the very first level by yourself. And you're like, oh, I kind of get this. There's a little bit of skill to the combat. Fighting the boss, okay, I've got to learn how to dodge and parry a little bit. 
And then I just played with you two, you and Matt. And I was, and with that, I was just running around the levels, hack and slash, and didn't give a shit about parrying, didn't give a shit about dodging anything because we were just destroying everything because it was so easy. And in fact, I think mm-hmm. a few hours into it, I was like, let's bump the difficulty up because I don't think I've died one single time in this entire game. And in a game that looked like it was going to be like Dark Souls or God of War, you know, I was expecting to die. Yeah. But, but then when I was like, okay, let me try a little bit of this on my own uh, about a week ago. I was like, let me see if I can just beat this this second world and the second world boss by myself. And I went in and I was like, oh, shit. I have been trained to not give a shit about anything and just just mow through enemies. And now <laughs> it actually matters again because the difficulty of the enemies yeah. didn't scale with the uh, the additional multiplayer people, it's just now that much harder by myself. And I was dying left and right and all the time. And I got to the second boss and I figured out the trick to it, but it was just like actually doing it. I, I couldn't end up being mm-hmm. the second boss by myself. And I was like, I don't, I don't care enough to actually do multiplayer. Games <laughs> anyway, so. So yeah, I feel like it was yeah. completely unbalanced. And if you play too long either way, then it ruins the other experience for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree with everything you said there. And and to kind of build on top of that, the big shame of it to me is that there are actually some good enemy types. Like you have kind of more aggressive enemies who are stronger Then you have, you know, kind of like ranged enemies, like kind of normal. But then you have like protector enemies who make sure that the aggressive enemy who's attacking you can't take damage from you. So you have to go to sort of the protector enemy first. Just kind of like sometimes like a good mix of, of those different types and you have to juggle a little bit, but you really only notice that when you're playing single player. It's not noticeable at all in multiplayer, but all that is still just bogged down by everything that you just mentioned. Yeah. But I at least wanted to throw that, like, there's a little bit of a cherry there, but it's, like, not enough to really, like, win the combat over. Yeah. So. I do like the uh, I guess, the weapon types, though, and, like, the variety that you get with the different weapons. Like, the hammer disrupts people a lot, mm-hmm. so... But it's obviously much slower. You get the dual blades, which are super fast, but you got to be nimble. Dual blades were great. That's what I used. That's what I ended up like yeah. swapping between a hammer and dual blades all the time. And I, mm-hmm. I kind of, I appreciated the upgrade system and how complex it looked. But then in practice, I didn't find any of it worked. <laughs> so like, the, <laughs> the upgrade system is just a big rectangle full of nodes, and you can start on any corner, and you can like decide i want more might for power i want more vitality for life and then you can unlock like oh if i hold down left trigger then i can do extra types of moves or if i build up power with one weapon i can switch to another and that will unlock unleash a blast and i can continue doing that back and forth but i found that it was just like either they weren't explaining it to me correctly or i could literally never do them especially when there was like a timing attack that i unlocked and i unlocked like three levels of it but i never got the timing attack to work properly literally once and uh, mm-hmm. the swapping back and forth between weapons, I, th- I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool thing, but you have to hit so much with the first weapon that it doesn't even really fucking matter. And then you're not going to have two weapons that you like to use on the same enemy at the same time. So, like, when I switch to the other weapon, I'm like, what do I do now? I don't want to use this right now. So, yeah, I think it, it was a lot of customization in there that didn't, in practice, end up meaning anything. Yeah, at a certain point, I was looking at that, all those nodes going, which one do I even want to go into because i don't see the purpose like what's the benefit of that or if i'm not thinking that then i'm thinking well this node over here on the left is going to give me more vitality but this node on the right is going to give me vitality might and whatever the third metric was i can't remember what the third spirit metric was it gives me all spirit it gives me all three of them i'm like what why 
why would I choose the Vitality one when I can get Vitality, Might, and Spirit all at the same time? Yeah. I know that's probably not as much as the Spirit is going to get on the left, but I'm like, there's too there's too much crossover for me where I'm like, I just don't see the purpose in this. And the other thing is, is that every single piece of armor has that Arcane Fury, but that's an unlockable that I didn't even think about in um, in practice. Where I feel like because it's so heavily utilized, that particular skill, it should just be a default skill. As opposed to like unlocked in the skill tree. Because everything uses that Arcane Fury. It's really unbalanced in that way. And I feel like if we had... If we had found that, maybe we would have invested in that skill more often. But because we didn't find that, we were left confused as to why Arcane Fury was so prominent in in all the armor sets. So like it just felt like it wasn't this well thought out skill tree that I feel like I it did didn't balance either I unlocked it or Go I ahead. was able to use it so I feel like I did use Archon Fury like three or four times. Um but <clears> I didn't see any benefit to doing so. So it, like everything else, it's like, okay, why is this here? Speaking of why is this here? <laughs> let's talk about the story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what story? Your brother's what story bad. exactly? Go get him! I'm a face in some fire. <laughs> <laughs> the seventh sanctum is kind of like your tower um, in Destiny. It's kind of like the tower, except it's just literally a room with a big pool and, like Chad just said, a, a metal face with flame in the middle of it. Like it's just weird. And then some other dude who's just like a dude who just stands there. I don't know like <laughs> the context of any of these characters, why they're there, what they're even talking about. Uh, you have to climb back up a tower, but in order to climb up the tower, you have to walk around a bland level to defeat a guy that I don't know why I had to defeat the guy. And, and that, that's the story of Godfall. All of, all of your brother, or your brother has all of these, uh, his three other people who have some kind of energy. And as long as they have the energy that can be siphoned into him, he's all-powerful. So if you take them out, then the face in the middle of the room starts absorbing the energy. And what I gathered from getting to the second boss is that that energy was slowly killing or hurting the face, the fire face. Uh, that's, as, oh. that's as far as I got. So we were okay. trying to kill all three of those people to make your brother less powerful. Very Shakespearean is beautiful. <laughs> Um, but then you mentioned also it was like I'm gonna go fight a person in a world that I don't. I I think another awful game design thing is um, just the missions themselves and the the map and the mission structure where it is like here's one level again that we've already talked about is super bland and even Earth versus the underwater versus the next one they're all I honestly would not the be surprised same. if it was the exact same geometry with just a different skin on it. One's like green yeah. and gold. One's like purple and blue for underwater, but the exact same level design. But the um, underwater one's above the earth one because that's logical and makes right. complete sense. Right in the tower, <laughs> you're going above. Um, yeah. But the the mission structure basically is just hey, we have two or three enemies in this bland area that we want you to fight, and then in order to beat this world. You have to go and get a lot of currency, which you get by just repeating beating those enemies again in hunts. So it's like go back to this bland world and literally do the same thing again, but this time we're calling it a hunt. Uh, and you get enough coins to unlock the final mission and beat the boss. And then you go to the second world and it's like, hey, not only do you have two or three enemies you have to beat here again 
and then repeat them again to get more coins. But you also have to go back to Earth and get more Earth coins. So uh, yeah, that's right. I was like, oh my god, are that's you fucking right. serious? And it was like I. I get to the point. I'm like, I feel like I played a good amount of this game, and I'm like, hell, how many of these Earth coins do I have? Four. Oh, awesome. I need, I need. What was it? Ten of them in order to fight the second boss. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not gonna go back to that area and do more than what I already did, and then some. Like, so you're fighting those same just, like little bosses like five or six times. It's awful. It's it's needless yeah. grind. It's just filler <laughs> in order to get it you really to, is. to spend more time in the game. Okay, here's also I think one of the worst moments of, of game design. So you're you're doing some of these like levels where it's like, all right, you have to go defeat this guy and it has like a cool name to him or whatever, and they show you in his armor and he looks badass in his armor. You have to go find him. And there is like a little bit of a journey sometimes to get to that boss. But then there is one we get to and it's like, oh, you have to beat this guy in fifteen minutes in order to uh, get a bonus. And I'm like, Oh, how long is it gonna take to find him? immediately he was there immediately <laughs> yeah. we beat him in less than two minutes and it was over and i'm like oh wow they really could have brought down that 15 minute time frame <laughs> <laughs> it just like it was just yeah the structure of every mission just is not thought out no. and i think i can't remember you call that in this podcast or in past podcasts but like it's just f- screams trying to get this out for launch that yeah. was the goal the entire time yeah they want to be a flashy launch game and that was it and yeah, they succeeded. It was they flashy. got my money. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like that kind of. I think that we've kind of covered all of our thoughts on Godfall. Unless you have anything else, yeah, no, just, that just you in mention. general. I know it might look cool, but don't don't get it. If you need to get it, <clears throat> wait till it's like super sale, like ten or twenty bucks. If most. you need to, uh, I imagine it will probably be a a PlayStation Plus title pretty soon. Especially as yeah, we saw 100%. like Bug Snacks and now Maneater and then Destruction All Stars will be in February and I assume Godfall is gonna be like that barrel of stuff that they're scraping together to try to give you for free. So <laughs> They gotta offer a PS five game for free every month or two, so yep. yeah, it's gonna end up there eventually. Even then, I, st- I still wouldn't really recommend getting it at that <laughs> no. point. Like it's not even worth playing at that point. There's so many other things. If you have if you have completed your backlog 100% and you have beaten every new game that you want to beat and you're like god I have to play something and I really don't want to replay another amazing game play Duke Nukem for a second time <laughs> Brent like Duke Nukem <laughs> then yeah I, I guess you should pick up Godfall but there's so much stacked on top of that you should play first yeah 100% alright 100% all right, well, I think that's some of our thoughts of Godfall. Um, be sure to never check that game out. Check out Demon Souls instead, which oh, is our other yeah. barf game for, yeah, do Demon for uh, Souls. La- last month, technically speaking. Um, do thanks Demon for joining Souls. us. And for our usual sign-off, Chad? Uh... <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to throw that at me. I got you. <laughs>